0: welcome to the creative fault a weekly podcast that is for creatives and artists get your weekly gems and jewels when you want to self-improve educate sprouts up your lifestyle and just get some little bit of entertainment along the way welcome to the creative fault Welcome to The Creative Fault, a weekly podcast that is for creatives and artists. Get your weekly gems and jewels when you want to self-improve, educate, sprouts up your lifestyle, and just get some little bit of entertainment along the way. Welcome to The Creative Fault. What is up, good people? Welcome back to The Creative Faults, the podcast for creatives and artists. Now, as you can see, I'm sitting in a new environment, and that is because I've moved into a new studio. So that is a huge, huge plus. Now, for the people that are just listening to this, of course, you cannot see it. But for those who can watch the podcast, listen, uh, it's a new day is a new life, is a new time, okay? So with that all being said, let's start with the first part of the podcast. Now I always start the podcast with asking the question, how are you? How am I? How am I feeling? How am I doing? Are things going according what it is that I would like them to go? Or am I kind of off track? So for me, things are on track. They are on track. It has been quite the time for me to turn this, you know, this baby around, going from the place where I was really figuring things out and looking for a way, looking for you know, answers which led to more questions which also led again to more answers to methods to 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 people and also to more actions <laughs> for me to turn this baby around and what do I mean by that from being at a starting point where i was thinking about starting and actually wanted to to you know build this professional artistic career creative career and being on a totally different track. You know, the corporate life, the rep race, the, the commuting, the in and out of the office, and next to that, doing the painting, talking to other people, figuring out whether this is something that I want to do, or is it really a hobby? Can I be successful at it? Is it just a dream? Am I gonna piss a, people, a couple of people off? Am I gonna be a fill-in when I say, I don't wanna do this, but I wanna do that? Do I need to step into my villain era? Am I still the villain? Am I being dramatic? Or am I just depressed? Do I have a midlife crisis? Listen, I don't know what all of that is, but I was definitely on that particular track. And the moment that you see something better for yourself, something new for yourself, you literally are sitting in a car, an imaginary car that has been going you know, hundred miles an hour in a direction that felt like a Tesla. You were not driving it. You were just being a passenger. And that car was just driving you to spots and the places that you were, you know, ordered to be. You were ordered to have a job. You're ordered to be a, you know, participant in the society and in the cultures that are deemed to be acceptable. Um, you are ordered to live the life that people see as successful, you are ordered to climb the corporate ladder, whatever that might be. And it's not to say that all of those things are wrong, it's to say that if that is not the track that you are wanting to be on, it feels wrong. And it then actually becomes the wrong thing to do. But when you're sitting in this imaginary line, that Tesla, that is going 100 miles an hour, you do not see a way for yourself to pull the brakes, right? Pull the brakes. It's like your foot is stuck to that gas pedal and you're just going and going and going and going. And all of a sudden you start to see these stops that say, hey, stop, there is another way. Hey, stop, you have to take this, you know, you have to get off this road and continue here. And the only thing that you're there's going through your mind is, well, if I go off this road, I'm gonna go on another road that I actually really don't know. Which is true. You don't know the road, you don't know the route, you don't even know what really the destination is. But these stop signs are constantly showing you that. They are the reflection of the thought that you have been having for quite some time. And that is, you want to pursue whatever artistic or creative career that you have for yourself. Those signs are showing you that. They are showing you where you need to get off and they're showing you as long as you follow the path and you might have to make like a rebound, a U-turn. You have to make a U-turn as long as you go on that path you will get to the destination and eventually the destination won't even be that important because the road that you're on is just full of the things that are connected to that destination and I made the u-turn a couple of years ago quite some time ago I made that u-turn and it was a tough u-turn it was a big-ass u-turn if I can't say it myself it was really big Um. And sometimes it felt as if I was like making the U-turn and then trying to find my way back to the old track because it was scared and it was kind of dark and my eyes were not adjusted to the, the scenes that I was seeing around me. They were not adjusted to the speed that I first had to begin with, which is pretty slow. If, you, if you've never been on the road that you've been before, it's going to be slow because you're, you're constantly looking around. You're like, am I am I driving correctly? Am I doing this correctly? Is this the right way to do it? You really don't know if that is what it needs to be. Is it going to give what it's going to give? OK, because if it's not giving what it's supposed to be giving, then we need to take, you know, we, we need to get off this road. So I have done that a couple of times. And each and every time I would go back to that U-turn and go on that lane, that road that is for me. And the moment you get on it, man, it's hella slow. It's hella slow. And fast forward to now where I'm just like, I'm still on that road. And it's fine, because I already know what the destination is, right? And the funny thing is, the moment that you let go of getting to that destination, it actually now feels as if the destination is the journey. I don't know if that makes sense, but that is one of the greatest feelings that I have right now. It's a good feeling. It's, 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 um, it's the feeling of being content. And the reason why I say content and not happy is because happy is quite fleeting. It goes and comes. One moment I'm happy, the next moment moment I'm not, right? And it it could be about anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be about the artistic or creative journey, but one moment I'm happy and the next moment I'm not, but being content is something that I can be constantly. Even if things are not going my way or I did not do the things that I had planned for myself, I did not do... um, you know followed the schedule that i had for myself or i did all the things that i had planned even more and then some you know you you see how that is a feeling that comes and goes but being content is something that i find a better description of where i am it describes that no matter what it is the lane it's 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 the flow that is for me It's the flow that allows me to be who I am and to do the things that I want to do and also to be critical, but playful. Very playful about it. Again, it's not to say that the people that are on different roads, that they are wrong because I can't say that. That's hard. I don't know who you are. (laughs) I don't know who you are. So it's kind of hard for me to say whether you're on the right road or not. Only you can say that. And only you are willing or not, ready or not, to make a U-turn and to go off that road and to, you know, switch lanes. Switch the lanes. I've done it. Um, And some people don't even have to do it because they are on the right track anyway. And some people have to do it a couple of times. I had to do it a couple of times before I felt comfortable where I am right now. And I can even tell you it doesn't doesn't mean that I won't be doing it in the future, right? I can still be in my lane and switch to something that is still in the realm of of creativity and being an, an artistic person. I can still do that. Even if I would say, I don't ever wanna touch a brush, I don't ever wanna create content anymore, I still get to switch lanes. So there is no contingency that says, well, now that you switch lanes, you have to stay where you are. No, you can switch lanes, you can pivot. So my question to you would be, what are you now content about? Are you content for what you have done so far? Can you be content about that? And know that you have done whatever it was that you could do right now in this particular moment, are you content over who, who you are at this particular moment, right? When you look at the qualities that you have acquired or the things that you're still are allowed to learn and still ways for you to fill and pick yourself up, are you content about that? Instead of now ourselves asking, well, what is going wrong? Let's look at things that make us feel content because in the space of being content, You still can say, well, this is not really completely going the way that I want to, but I'm content because I am still going ahead or I need to take a break and I'm content with that because it's still on track or you know what? I'm off track, but I'm content because I know how to put myself on track again, or I can find the people, the methods, uh, the tools, the instruments that can help me get myself back on track. That is what being content is about. So I definitely believe that this chapter um, of having the studio and doing a couple of other activities that I will be announcing further down the road in the in, in the podcast is the is definitely being content. That is also easier to sustain in life. Being content, happiness is all is not always easy to to, to to do because so much of happiness is. Um, based on what we experience with the things that we have around us and the people that we have around us. Not to say that you cannot feel happiness within and maybe it's interchangeable as well. But for me personally content is a better description. Um, It's full. It's a, a feeling of fullness. It's a feeling of um, you know, at wanting more and not being really, you know, down on yourself when it doesn't happen right away. That is a great description for me. So maybe for you, happiness is still a better description. Um, you know, another word could be a better description for yourself uh, when it comes to the feeling that you have about your journey, about your passage. But for me, that's being content. Okay, so in today's podcast, I'm going to talk about, you know, having people around you that really ain't got shit to lose. And I actually got inspired by this following clip right here. People with shit to lose cannot hang around with people who don't have shit to lose. Because there's a certain ecosystem. Me and you together, right? We... Wives, kids, bread, same kind of neighborhood. If I see you doing something you that, I'm gonna say, hey man, that's out yeah. of line. Right. But if you're around people who don't have that same kind of, you, people should stick to their own kind, man, I'm gonna tell you. And I don't mean race, I don't mean religion, I mean people with shit to lose, yeah. can't hang around people who don't have shit to lose. Act your wage. Okay, y'all see, you, you see it? D.L. Hughley, who is a comedian, um, and many other things he is fulfilling many other roles that, which are very interesting just to see this man's journey in life how he you know, is not only a comedian but also uh, is a father to an autistic child uh, an autistic son and he talks a lot about his journey as a father being a husband and having that also being part of his relationship with his wife also talking about broader subjects that have to do with society, um, humanity, crimes, politics, just to see how this man has developed himself and also showed us that there's so much more to him than just being a comedian and having this very quick witty uh, mentality and comedic style when it comes to life. absolutely beautiful and that inspires me a lot and I hope it also inspires you to look at yourself uh, as being a person who has so much more to offer but with all that being said because it's not about that it's not about me praising this man for what he can do and how he just diversified his portfolio it's about that particular clip that he was talking about okay the clip where he said People that have shit to lose should not be hanging around with people that don't have shit to lose. I'm saying it exactly like that. And for those who are listening to the podcast or already are a fan of the podcast, who know about the podcast, I say things the way they are. I do kind of censor certain words here and there, but not all the time. Because, you know, sometimes you just have to say the things the way they are so that it builds context. Okay, we cannot come with the fluff. I always say this. I say this on my, on my YouTube channel where you get to see the creative, uh, the creative and artistic life that live as a contemporary artist. And I will definitely say this as well here on, in this podcast. I'm not here about the fluff. So if you have to say the things as the way they are, we just have to say them the way they are. Um, people that have shit to lose should not be hanging around with people that don't have any shit to lose. Listen, that resonated all the way into my chest. That resonated so well. So let's just go a little bit deeper into that. So he already very eloquently in that small clip, which is, if I'm correctly, an interview that he has with Flat TV. For you as a creative or as artistic person, right? A lot of your journey is based on, and I'm talking about the people that are doing it independently. I'm not talking about these people that have, you know, you can feel certain, you can feel a certain way about it when I'm saying this, but I'm not talking about the people that were handed the great opportunities that they have right now. It's not to say that you didn't have to work for it, but I'm talking about the people that are independently doing this. So you literally building yourself and your career from scratch. Okay. You went out there. To find the recipes that were good enough for you to create the career that you have or are building the career that you want to have, that you that you are, you know, striving for. I'm talking to those people. This is what the podcast is for, right? Because the people that already feel this, you know, they have this sense of, well, I don't know what that is because these things were just given to me. They will not understand what it is that I'm talking about. So I'm definitely talking to the people that, um independently have built themselves to the place where they are artistically and creatively including me that's why it's took the clip so this clip when we look at it from a point of view where you as an independent creator an independent artist are building your life you are already in a in a space where people have scrutiny and are ambiguous about the things that you aren't doing because you are already going against the grain as an artist as a creative business owner slash entrepreneur when you look at yourself in that particular way you're already going against something that is not the norm so your environment is also going to reflect that right if you're lucky, if you if you're really lucky, you already have a tribe of people that are I wouldn't say in the same boat as you are, but have the mindset, the tools and also walk that path of being either creative artistic entrepreneurs, business owners themselves or are in a environment or in an environment where they are constantly dealing with that. It could be corporate, it could be nonprofit, but they so understand that point of view where having the right environment and definitely having the right people that have shit to lose around you to understand the the, the effort and the energy that you're putting into your work and all else that comes from that. All else that comes from that, um, because even to till this day, to this day. Okay, to this day, there are people that when you tell them that you are creative or you're an artist, uh, whether it's part time or full time, whether you are part of an artist collective or you are part of a, you know, you worked your way all the way up to an art gallery, whatever the situation might be, you as an independent artist or creative, when you tell people that you're doing that, there is still this this, uh, bitter, bitter taste that people give off when they react to you, right? Not necessarily seeing it as a job, or anybody could do what it is that you do. Anybody could sit in front of a camera and create content, or anybody could, you know, Create the art that you're creating. Oh, anybody could do that. Or I got a five-year-old that can can draw really well. Or I got a you know auntie who's eighty. Uh, she she still makes clothing. But you know that you are truly you know you are not just making clothes. You are a fashion designer, right? That's your art. That's your skill. Oh, I got somebody who who also creates. Uh, you know, can make great movies. You know, they do that as well. Uh, no, you you're not just a person who creates great movies. You're actually really a screenwriter, um, a producer, uh, a, a, an influencer, a content creator, however you want to see yourself or whatever title you are comfortable taking in that creative position. And people still, you know, that is the bitter aftertaste that people can give off. And when you have an environment that only consists out of that, those people, um, which is me, Most of them, not all of them. Let me be honest, not all of them, but definitely um, a good 85, 90% of the people. When you have uh, 15% of the people that absolutely understand what it is that you do and what you're putting into it, how you need to structure yourself, how much organization it actually takes. Because if you don't do it, it will not be done. (laughs) Like literally that if you don't do it it will not be done yes i'm smacking my hands when you deal with those 85 percent or more and if you're 50 and more that's fine too but when you're dealing with the majority of people in your environment that can be family acquaintances um you know the professional environment when you're dealing with people like that they ain't got shit to lose. And that is not to say that they are not taking any risks in life. That's not to say that they do not have things going on for themselves in life that, you know, acquire a certain level of creativity or artistic input. It's just not the same. Most people just don't. Because for them to even give you that response of, oh, what is it that you do? And they're still looking at you like you're, you're, you're speaking, you know, some alien language already says that they they don't have that wait they they haven't tapped into that for themselves don't know how to tap into that or cannot even imagine what it is when you're around people like that for too long you will start to doubt your own shit you will start to doubt your own shit as wait a minute is it impactful enough is it good enough Maybe it's not of the magnitude that I think it really could or should be because if these people the majority of the people who have nothing to lose are telling me that well they could do it or you know are you still doing your little business you know how they you know they like to say your little business are you still doing that little thing that, that the little you know you still got a little gallery that you have? you know. You still do that little little, little uh, uh, music that you do. or oh, you still dance a little. You know, you know how they do, right? Minimize. Literally minim- minimize what it is that you're doing. It will question. It will really raise questions within you. It will even question yourself. You will question yourself on whether what it is that you're doing is impactful enough. Is it good enough? is it even worth it? Because if I'm not even able to impress the people around me, <laughs> if I'm not able to even impress the people around me, who ain't got shit to lose? Because the only thing that they—well, let me, let me, let me retract. The thing that they consider to be work is going to a, an office or you know something that you have studied for for five, six, ten years. Um, in a high school or a university or college or, you know, anything that is considered to be the conventional way of thinking and living, if it doesn't fall underneath that heading, then what are we talking about? What, what do you actually have to lose? As a matter of fact, people will make it to the point where If you only want to do, you know, really focus on your creative, artistic effort, they see it even as a risk, which it is. I'm not gonna lie, it is. It is a risk because you literally, like I already said, build something from scratch. You're building something from the ground up. You're taking pieces of stone, building blocks, let's say building blocks, and you're examining each and every single building block. If it's not porous, if it's not old, if it's not damaged, if it's not obsolete, is it the right type of building block for you? Uh, Maybe you have to create your own building blocks. We will set you back in time, of course, because you have to create them first. That is a huge risk. And for people that are living the conventional way where they have the fundament already—they're they're literally stepping into somebody else's work or somebody's fundament. They're stepping into that, and they are being asked to do a service, to do the work. That's it. Go home, get your paycheck at the end of the month, and you'll be done. Or every weekend, you'll be done. But for you—and I mean you—as an independent artist, as an independent creative who is setting up a business, that is—that is so risky. Even if you're doing it part time, it's still risky because you know that it needs your attention, it needs your focus and you need to treat it as if it's the shit. Because it is. Okay, let's not forget, it is. You need to treat it as if it is the best thing ever that you have put since sliced bread. And it sounds very cocky. But not having that attitude about your creations is only going to put you into a space like this gray area where you kind of want to go for what it is that you want to go artistically or creatively. And you're still trying to please others not to be seen as like the man with the aluminum foil tin hat. Right. You don't want to be seen as the odd man or woman out. So you're still one foot in, in the conventional way of how people are living their lives and the unconventional way of how you want to live your life and making that the conventional way. So you're going from conventional to unconventional to conventional and conventional being whatever it is that you want to see for yourself, that what you want to to create. There's a huge risk factor in it for us not having already a fundamental build that we can step into I agree but it's even a bigger risk to let the people who have no stake in it who have no risk bearing all of that as as far as and I have to be clear about this as far as building what it is that you would like to build and want to do for yourself your business your career they don't have the same stake in that Sure, they might be your partner or a family member or a child, but they are not the ones who are doing it. They don't have the same stake in it. That might sound very cruel to people who are married to an artist, an art- or an artistic entrepreneur, or a creative entrepreneur, or a creative. It might sound very cruel because they are like, yeah, but I am also in those late nights, and am I also, you know, uh, in the process where they are thinking of the next work that they want to do? No, you are a bystander. You're a witness. And being a witness is nothing wrong with it. But let's make things clear. You're the witness. <laughs> You're the witness of it. You're witnessing it. And there's exactly where the risk is. When people- to watch the full podcast plus bonus content you can follow and join the patreon the patreon is a paid membership site where you get all of the perks and all of the bonus content of this episode join now and pay your membership to become a patron to the creative folks thank you so much for listening to this podcast your attention has been very much appreciated. Make sure to follow and subscribe to our social media platforms. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Your attention has been very much appreciated. Make sure to follow and subscribe to our social media platforms. See you next week.